You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message come from TD Ameritrade. You can get smart with your investing with help from knowledgeable professionals, customizable tools, and education designed just for you at TD Ameritrade, where smart investors get smarter. Member SIPC. There's lots of interesting stuff in tech today. I'm going to talk about two stories. First is a bill in Congress presented by Senator Graham, Senator Blumenthal, called Earn It. What it says is that technology platforms normally have an exemption over the content that's posted on them, right? If somebody posts something nasty on Facebook, Facebook isn't liable for it. It's just a platform. It's one of the foundational rules of the internet. But now they're saying with child exploitation, the platforms do not get the same exemption if this law passes. They have to earn it. That is the name of the law. So a platform will only be exempted if they can show that they followed a whole series of steps to find and counter child exploitation. That sounds totally reasonable, doesn't it? One of the great horrors of the internet, the way children are exploited, the videos that appear, the way predators operate online. But this would be a very big change. It would change again, one of the key laws of the internet, and it would also, it may make end-to-end encryption effectively illegal. End-to-end encryption might not allow a platform to comply with the earn it provisions. So in the effort to protect children, our government may be regulating away end-to-end encryption, which is at the very least a very complex matter. Second thing I want to talk about is the way that Silicon Valley is responding to coronavirus. So the tech companies have been among the first companies to respond with vigor and with firm action. And the first company I saw saying they weren't going to interview outside job applicants was Facebook. Companies that said they were going to pull out of South by Southwest. The early ones were tech companies. Square, Twitter, others have said, everybody work from home. So why are the tech companies so concerned about coronavirus or more concerned? Well, it's in part because employees at tech companies, many of them can work from home. It's relatively easy for a software engineer to do their job, right? A lumberjack cannot work from home. A software engineer can. 
Secondly, the people who run these tech companies have read a lot of science fiction, and more importantly, they've read a lot of Yuval Noah Harari. They know the great scope of human history and that sometimes populations are wiped out. And perhaps most importantly, they all know about viral growth. <laughs> they know about exponential growth. I did this math problem with my son this morning, which is if the spread of coronavirus doubles every four days, the number of people infected by it doubles every four days, exponential growth, how long does it take you to go from one to the entire population of the United States? And the answer is roughly four months. And all people who run the technology companies understand the math of exponential growth and know that if the current rate of coronavirus spread continues, <laughs> there will be a massive, massive problem. People who aren't as familiar with that because they haven't run viral software companies and don't know as much about virality are not quite as worried. Now, that's not to say that the apocalyptic scenario is going to happen. The numbers that I discussed with my child, that almost certainly is not going to happen. But still, part of the reason why Silicon Valley is freaked out is because they're very familiar with the math. All right. I will see you on Monday. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com slash daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.